Hey, welcome to another episode of Love and Lifestyle with yours truly, Adironke. Um, Yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. We have a few things to talk about today on the show, so grab a cup of coffee if that's your thing. Side note, I've only ever had one cup of coffee so far. Could you guys believe that? I actually did a show on that called Adironke's. I have a show called Adironke's First, and I, I shared my very first experience or my experience my first cup of coffee side note <laughs> but if coffee is your thing grab a cup of coffee uh, if orange juice is your thing grab a cup of orange juice or just sit back relax and let's talk for a few minutes here on the podcast so yes my name is Adironke Adibanjo I'm the founder of the love chest if you're not familiar with the love chest it is a platform where we share information to help men and women live their best single lives as they prepare adequately for life with someone else in marriage. That is what we do, guys. So we have a whole bunch of resources. We've got this podcast. We've got videos on YouTube. We've got a community. We've got um, websites. And I just put out a new book. So be sure to get your hands on that. Um, It's called Run, 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 Because She Ain't the One. Mm-hmm. And I think you will really enjoy reading the book. It is a conversation style manual for the contemporary man on his quest of finding true love. And, you know, I just figured there's so many more, there's so many resources out there for women. And sometimes it feels as if nobody's really looking out for the guys. So I thought, you know what, let me put out some information for the guys. Let me help the brothers out because they also have to make a decision when it comes to who they're going to marry, right? Um, and so you, I want it, it would be nice for everybody to get it right, not just the women. So that's why I put out the book and it's a fun read. It's a quick read and I think you'll enjoy it. But the amazing thing about it as well is that I think a woman would also enjoy reading the book as well. So if you're a woman, you would, you would enjoy it as well. I, I, I'm, I'm certain of that. So check it out. Go to thelovechest.com for all the information on how to get your hands on a copy of the book and all, oh, it'll be so nice to hear from you when you're done reading with any feedback that you have. Let's talk about it. All right, guys. So welcome to the show today. Today is, um, we're picking up our being better series. We've talked about being a better listener in the previous um, episode of the being better series so today is about being a better partner and what I love about today's topic is even if you're single um, if you hold on to these things and you get the practice in now even before you end up with someone um, you'll be better prepared for that relationship and um, these different points that I'll share with you today will most certainly make you a pleasant partner right because everybody has a part to play in the success of their relationships, um, men and women. And I think that these tips I'm going to share with you today are just a few reminders on how we can be better partners to the person that we're with um, and the person that we love. So let's get into it, guys, shall we? All right, so let's talk about how to be a better partner. And like I said, this has everything to do with single people as well. So if you're single, um, you most certainly want to hold on to these tips, not for when you get into a relationship, but even start practicing with the people around you. I think that's one of the one of the amazing things about the single life is you can really adequately prepare for marriage and you can practice on the people that are around you. You know, we oftentimes make love look like this mystery, right? Um, as soon as you marry this person, then all of a sudden there's a switch that goes on and then you become this other person. But the truth of the matter is you are going to be the exact same person you were the day before your wedding. And so 
whatever that person or however that person is, you're going to bring that into the marriage and it's going to determine um, how smooth or maybe bumpy the marriage is. And so you want to be you want to be adequately prepared. And if you are in a relationship, these might be a few things to consider as well. So being better series today is all about being a better partner. How can you be a better partner? I would say the very first thing to keep in mind if you want to be a better partner is mastering the art because yes, I do think it's a bit of an art form, um, but mastering the art of putting others first, aka selflessness. And it's not a natural human response to life, right? We oftentimes put ourselves first. We oftentimes um, are more concerned about ourselves first. But if we want to be better partners, we really have to master the art of putting other people first, putting their needs first. It's a very selfless act and it's very difficult and it takes a lot of practice. Um, And maybe for some people it's not as difficult, but for others it might be something that you need to start practicing even as a single person, right? So taking one for the team, not always having your way. It's even as simple as with your regular friends, you know? Um, Even in the decisions that you make about you know, uh, hanging out together or, you know, making decisions with friends. Sometimes it's about learning to not always have your way and putting other people's needs, other people's emotions, other people's feelings ahead of your own. Uh, Because, you know, when you are with someone, oftentimes you'll have to do that. You know, you'll have to be selfless. You'll have to take one for the team. You'll have to be the bigger person. And so I think that that's one of the main ways to being a better Um, partner is to be selfless by putting others first yeah so that would be number one number two would be by being a better communicator I think that is another way to be a better partner and again if you're not married yet or you're not in a relationship uh, you can get the practice in with your everyday interactions and what do I mean by being a better communicator So communication is many things, right? It's not just the words that come out of our mouths. It's our body language. It's the things that we leave unsaid. It's how well we listen. It's all of these different things that come together to form how great of a communicator we are, right? So if you want to be a better partner, it's important to learn the art of communication. Again, I believe that communication is an art form, right? So you want to learn how to communicate better. Let's talk about listening for a second. And we did do an entire episode on listening on this Being Better series, right? Being a better listener. It's not always about having a response to what somebody's saying. Sometimes it's about just listening, you know? I know that this is true with many women where oftentimes, you know, they have a situation and they're talking to their significant other and because guys tend to be problem solvers, they're always trying to figure out how to solve a problem that, that their person, wife, girlfriend has presented. And oftentimes the woman just needs you to listen, give her a nice juicy hug and call it a day. Um, she might not be looking for a solution in that moment. She just needs somebody to listen. But even in your just your regular daily life, um, how good of a listener are you? You know, when you find yourself in conversations, You need to be very cognizant and aware of how you communicate with just everybody in your daily life. Um, And I know we talked about this in another recent episode where I talked about how to be approachable. Do you hog conversations? Do you allow people to finish their point before you make yours? Um, Are you always trying to 
have a leg up in, in a conversation, you know, these things matter because when you're in a relationship with someone, being able to listen will go a very long way because listening allows you to understand. Um, and when we don't listen, we have a harder time understanding. And when we have a harder time understanding, you run into all kinds of issues and situations in the relationship because somebody's not feeling like they're, they're being heard um, and things are misinterpreted because people aren't allowed to speak up or speak at all. You know, and all these different things can affect the relationship. So, and then as far as, um, you know, as far as even... Um, body language you know it's important to ask the people that are near and dear to you what your body language usually tells them you know (laughs) it's so important to understand your body language because you know some people say that's just the way my face is (laughs) but your face can communicate a lot of things to the people that are around you so get the practice in you know maybe ask a few friends You know, if you wear your emotions on your face, if you wear your anger on your face, and if that's just the way you are, that's fine, but we can always be better, right? We can always improve on the things that we do and the way that we are. So paying attention to your body language, asking people that you trust for feedback, people that you trust to give you honest feedback, right? And yeah, being a better listener. And then even in communicating your own message, right? Um, we might have to do an entire episode on communication because it's so important. You know, we have to be effective in our communication. We have to be empathetic. We have to be memorable in some cases. I actually have a course called um, Communicate to Connect where we talk about how to be an empathetic communicator, um, an effective communicator, a memorable communicator. Uh, and these things apply to, to relationships as well. So, but I'll leave it at that for, for the second point, which is, of course, being a better communicator. And we're talking about being uh, a better partner. So that's definitely one way to be a better partner. The third, I would say, is to be humble, right? And remember that you are not perfect. And I think that this is really important because oftentimes we tend to be a lot harder on other people, forgetting that, you know, they're accommodating of us as well. So we need to be accommodating of them. And that's kind of similar to empathy as well. You know, giving people, cutting people some slack, right? Um, And just being humble, knowing that you are flawed, knowing that you have your own shortcomings, knowing that maybe you're working on being a better communicator, you're working on putting others first. And so when, you know, when you get into situations with the person that you're with, just remember that you are not perfect, right? And in them loving you that's them loving you with your imperfections and so you want to reciprocate that kind of love so that would be the third point in the being better series uh, on being a better partner would be be humble right be humble and always remember that you're not perfect it will go a long way in how you deal with people and the one and then how you deal with your partner as well number four that's number four right this is number four okay This kind of piggybacks off of number three, but I think it's important for it to be a standalone point. Benefit of doubt. Giving the person that you're with the benefit of doubt. And again, like I said, you might not be in a relationship yet, but you're listening to this. Um, Benefit of doubt is so important because, you know, um, you, you cut people slack, like you said in point number three. But you, it allows you to always remember that the person that you're with is not the enemy, hopefully. 
<laughs> right? That you're on the same team. So it's important when you're in heated conversations and heated situations to ask yourself, really and truly, does this person wish, does this person really mean harm in what they've just said or what they've just done um, in talking about your partner now? So cutting people some slack and giving them the benefit of doubt, knowing that they love you, right? And keeping that at the back of your mind or at the fore even, and then asking yourself in the context of that, you know, even though they've hurt your feelings in the moment, um, did they really mean to like, did they wake up that day and say they're going to hurt your feelings or was it a spur of the moment? What was it, you know? And, you know, I think it's also important to mention that, you know, if our, if our partner doesn't do something or does something that we either didn't want them to do or that we expected them to do, you know, they're living their own life as well. They might've forgotten. Maybe you wanted him to do something and he forgot and he actually genuinely forgot you know, give him the benefit of doubt that he didn't mean any harm. Same thing for guys. Maybe she forgot to tell you something, do something, remind you of something. Um, yeah, give her the benefit of doubt because she's also living her life and she might have forgotten. It might have slipped her mind. So I think it's important to start from there. Before we retaliate or before we react to a situation, it's important to ask ourselves, could it really be possible that they really meant, us, meant harm in the situation? Or can I just give them the benefit of doubt and give them, give them an opportunity to explain why whatever it was happened or did not happen? So that would be number four. And then number five, as we wrap it up on today's episode, is so important to never forget three words slash phrases. Um, and I think that the more, and I wrote about this on my blog one time about the sea finish syndrome, where it's like, you know, you are with someone and because they say uh, familiarity breeds contempt, you get to a point where you don't really think the p- saying please is necessary. You don't really feel like saying thank you all the time is necessary. You don't particularly feel like saying you're sorry as often as you should when things happen. Um, and it's so amazing to me how those three words slash phrases are so important even in long-term relationships we should never take the person that we're with for granted so just as we would say thank you to a stranger the person that we love or at least claim to love is also deserving of the thank you the same way we would say please to somebody that we barely know the person that we love is worthy of us saying please and I'm sorry as well. You know, we're quick to say I'm sorry to people that aren't so close to us, but the ones that we love, we sometimes struggle to say I'm sorry. Um, don't let the see finish syndrome get the better part of you. Make sure that you work on getting comfortable with apologizing. Some people have a really hard time with that. And again, if you're single and you know that you struggle with this, get some practice in. Start saying, I'm sorry. When you have situations and arguments with people around you, try to start practicing being the first to say, I'm sorry. Just before you say it, it's very difficult to do. But the more you do it, the more you get used to it, the easier it becomes. And the more you realize that saying, I'm sorry, the more you will realize that saying, I'm sorry, or please, or thank you, doesn't make you less of a human being. In fact, it gives you the upper hand, right? So definitely, definitely, please, thank you, I'm sorry. Don't let those things become 
um, obsolete when you get into a relationship. Keep them at the fore. Let them guide your speech to the person that you love. Let them guide your interactions. Don't take the person for granted um, because you love them and because now familiarity has bred contempt. And so, yeah, he's supposed to do that. So why do I have to say thank you? Or yeah, she's supposed to do that. Why do I have to say thank you or please or I'm sorry? Um, Let's not take the one that we love for granted, right? So those are the five ways, guys, to be a better partner. I've said this a gazillion times, but I will say it again just for emphasis. If you're not in a relationship yet, these are some things that you can start practicing on with your day, in your daily interactions with the people that are around you. Um, and it will only make you a better person and make you better prepared for a long-term commitment in marriage as well. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode on the Love and Lifestyle podcast with me, Adelonke. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit thelovechest.com. Get your hands on my new book. Run, 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 because she ain't the one. And um, let's talk. If you want to send me an email, thelovechest at gmail.com is where you can reach me. You can also go to Instagram at thelovechest. You can go to my personal handle at Adelonke Media. Let's connect. Let's connect. Let's talk. And um, yeah, wish you all the best as you use these tips. And I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys, for listening.